This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.07. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. First up this hour, when the Unity Government held their first Secretariat meeting on Tuesday, one party was missing, even though their logo was on the poster. Yes. Muda, basically. Not not to belabor or, or not to leave you in suspense for too long. So, essentially... On February 7th, the Unity Government held their first Secretariat meeting, as you mentioned. Uh, and this was so. Uh, this was surrounded by quite a lot of fanfare because it was held at UMNO's headquarters. Yes. And it marked, uh, well, the return of Anwar Ibrahim for the first time since he was ejected from the party. Mm-hmm. But then also, uh, for some people, it was just a first. Um, I think... The picture of Anthony Locke, for instance, entering Amno headquarters was, was quite surreal. But um, amidst all that, as you mentioned, uh, there were no top leaders or party representatives from Muda at the meeting, despite the fact that its logo was included in the poster. Uh, Muda was not informed, nor did they receive any official invite. Instead, they only found out about it from the media, um, which I think feels feels a little strange. Uh, for what it's worth, these were the people who were there. The meeting was chaired by the Prime Minister. Uh, it was attended by leaders from, as you'd expect, uh, AMNO and BN, Pakatan Harapan, GRS, GPS and Warisan. So from the outcomes that have been announced from that meeting, uh, perhaps it isn't a huge surprise why there is some amount of disappointment as to why they weren't invited. Now, we will be joined very shortly by Said Sadiq, so uh, we'll hear their direct uh, response to this. But essentially, um, after the meeting, Anwar announced the formation of a political and agenda monitoring committee, as well as the strategic com- strategic communications committee, and they'll be looking at things like the uh, Federal Administration's manifesto, uh, priorities like cost of living, race relations, federal state government ties. Um, Whereas um, there there have been a number of things that have been brought up, which I suppose if you are part of that MOU that was signed, uh, you might want to be in the room. According to Prime Minister, uh, he said that the meeting was for founding parties that were forming the government and that the rest of the parties that supported the unity government, including Muda, would be invited in later. Uh, a pretty big thing also is that the parties have announced that they're jointly facing the six state elections for the year. Yes. So I think that that was another big headline that emerged from the meeting. Um, so yeah, this is where we are. Let us know. Would you like to see Muda take on a more active role in the government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be joined by Muda President Said Sadiq. So keep it here, BFM 89.9. Bole for Malaysia. Ha. BFM 89.9, the business station. It's 5.11. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we're talking about uh, the fact that Muda was left out of the first secretariat meeting held by the Unity Government. Uh, we are... We'd like to hear from you. Would you like to see Muda take on a more active role in the government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, now, to help us understand uh, what's been happening, really, joining us on the line is Muda President Said Sadiq. Sadiq, good to have you with us. Thank you very much. So when did you find out that Muda hadn't been invited to the meeting and what was your reaction to that? Um, to be honest, uh, we only found out uh, through the media 
um, that very night. Um, and this is not the first time. Um, there have been a few meetings before in which uh, we only found out through the media um, and actually through friends in AMNO. Uh, weirdly, it's friends in AMNO who informed us, hey, are you attending this meeting? Hey, where, where, uh, where are you at? This meeting is taking place. You know, despite the fact that prior to election, uh, we got into a clear electoral pact with Pakatan Harapan, and the only reason why it was only an electoral pact and not uh, us joining PH directly, even though we have already uh, made that request openly, is because prior to election we were informed that ROS is still co-opted by the government of the day then, which is very unfriendly to PH, and therefore, due to time constraint prior to election, this will be done after elections. However, after many letters being sent, uh, this issue has been uh, indefinitely uh, postponed uh, despite our attempts uh, to build stronger bridges because in the end we want to ensure that uh, we have a voice in the formulation of policies, ideas, constructive criticism in this government to ensure that this government lasts for the next five years. So the PM has since explained that the meeting was for the founding parties forming the government and that others would be invited later. And separately, PKR Deputy President Rafizi Ramli has also said that only signatories to the MOU attended the meeting. How would you respond to this? My suggestion uh, is for everyone to look back at the MOU signed. Uh, I believe just uh, about 30 minutes ago, uh, the Secretary General of Muda has shared an important, uh, an, an important document from the MOU which states that Muda is part and parcel of the MOU, uh, being part uh, of Pakatan Harapan via the Electoral Pact. Um, therefore, if parties like MIC, MTA, PBRS, Warisan could all be invited, um, so should Muda, especially when uh, we appear in the MOU and it's also part of the signatory of the MOU. Um, I believe the document is public uh, and has also been shared by our Secretary General. So maybe there's a miscommunication, uh, there's a miscommunication there. Uh, I do not want to extend or prolong this issue further. To be honest, um, I know many have asked, why are you only bringing this issue up now and why is it done in public? It should be done via the right forums, which is internal, you know, which is to be sent internally. However, this is not the first time. We've actually sent not just one, not two, but three letters requesting for clarifications. And meeting after meeting has been postponed. For example, a meeting which was set in early January uh, with the Secretariat of PH has been postponed. And we sent another letter. And today we sent another letter. And we've been doing things internally. Um, but um, that's where clarification must be made. And that's where many of my party members uh, have raised this concern and this is where there's a need for, 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 for better and stronger bridges to be built uh, among parties to ensure that we build a strong and formidable government. So some of the things that emerged from the meeting, um, Anwar announced the formation of a political and agenda monitoring committee, a strategic communications committee, and these would be looking at things like a cost of living or federal state government ties, race relations, among other issues. Now, was this something that you think Muda should have had a say in? Of course, definitely, because the last thing she want is a symptom, uh, is, is, is a system of politics in which um, policies, ideas, ideologies are forced upon you and you have absolutely no representation in the deliberation of those policies uh, and, and, and systems. And this is where Muda wants to partake in the process. It's not about posts, positions, money, contracts. It's really about formulation of ideas and policies. Um, and especially prior to elections, since you were part of that team, I mean, let's not forget Muda campaigned 
day in and day out, together with friends from Pakatan Harapan, our volunteers, our members were on the ground, even in seats which we did not contest. I, the president of Muda, despite contesting in a hyper-marginal seat of Moa, which is 70% Malay majority, um, campaigned, I mean, I spent most time campaigning for PH candidates, and this is a well-documented fact. Um, however, uh, after elections, things, uh, things became very different. However, the past is the past. I think moving forward, I want to ensure that policies uh, are championed. Uh, for an example, issues of PTPTN reforms, issues of paid internships, which we formulated many times, transition to a more green energy economy. These are all issues which we have discussed many times, issues of of systemic reforms. How do you reform MACC? How do you make the parliament more independent? How do you fight uh, cronism, nepotism, corruption, which is deeply rooted in the system? These are all issues which uh, we should have a say in, especially uh, when we are part of this government. So we do have a message on WhatsApp from Munif Malik who says, typical treatment of the youth in Malaysian politics. It's nothing new there. Seniority and outdated dinosaurs, Trump, fresh ideas and new leadership. And I was wondering how you'd respond to that. I think this is where the system needs to change. And we are hoping that this government uh, will bring a breath of fresh air in changing that very system. The last thing we want is forced to look at youth and only look at it from a political lens, or they're only relevant when election time comes. That's why we need their votes, and after elections, then we forget them. If anything, young people want good jobs. You look at the recent data released uh, today, issues of under underemployment. Don't just look at unemployment. Underemployment has quadrupled in the past five years. Now, there are two million competent youth which are underemployed, stuck in a system in which they get very low wages, despite the fact that they have a degree or some even a master's, but then get paid below 2,500 ringgit despite working for a very long time. These are all pertinent issues, and I hope this government will focus on these issues instead of other cosmetic issues. And this is where Emily Muda must play a role. Another issue, in Parliament, uh, uh, um, yeah, where recently it's been announced uh, where peruntukan pembangunan or development expenditure in each and every single constituency has been zeroed from 2 million to now zero rise and this is in all constituencies and this this is not allowances for mps to pay or uh, for mps to get this is not for ourselves this is small development expenditure to repair roads to repair schools to ensure that school toilets are well kept these are basic things and now it from two million per constituency it's been made zero ringgit so how do you explain this to the public i mean if the money is is redirected towards uh, let's say the district office, then that's fine. At least we can say, now please meet the district officer. But now, from 2 million per constituency, zero ringgit Malaysia. And especially when, 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 when the economy has been taking a beating and now it's on the path of revival, and it's important that this small development expenditure in each and every constituency is maintained. I mean, this is not just coming from me. You see uh, um, people like uh, the late uh, ex-MP Ong Kian Min, uh, voicing out the very same thing. Yesterday, I met up with the head of, of Batmanchia and former Minister of Finance, uh, Dato uh, Joe Ghani, and we all agreed on the same issues, right? So my concern is that core issues are not being heard, especially issues which affect development, the revival of the economy, issues which affect young people, which is specifically underemployment and the quality of our education system, systemic reforms of TVET. These are all things which I want to be the front line uh, uh, of, of, of the government agenda for the next five years. So really, it's not about 
he he's not about um, um, contracts, positions. I think Muda was the first party which said that regardless of positions in government, we will support the government, right? And and we have done exactly that. But what we hope is that policy prescriptions, which we have promised to the people prior to election, will be executed and that the people be well taken care of. And this will be our priority for the next five years. We have another WhatsApp that's coming from Raz, who says, PH doesn't need Muda. Come on, all the major parties have youth wings and they'll invest more into their own youth, wing, youth wings versus those opportunities that are given to Muda. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's a fair point for those who come from this traditional mainstream party. However, until when are we going to limit the interests uh, of young people only to a wing of a party? Until when are we going to limit women to only wings of parties? I believe that if there's someone young who's a lady or even someone who comes from a racial minority in Malaysia who does better out of merit, he deserves to be the president of the party and not just limited to the youth or women wing of a party. You know, if you look at PAS and uh, PAS, Obasatu to an associate wing, Obasatu no. To me, it is on merit. If there's someone who's better, whether she's a lady or come, coming from a racial and religious minority, in Muda, feel free to take over the, the, the presidency. And that should be the system of politics which we practice in Malaysia. So overall then, can you talk to us about the role that Muda would like to play in the government? We'll ensure that we'll be the voice of reason, checks and balances. We'll ensure that we'll propose constructive policies to ensure that this government remains intact, remains popular by making decisions based on data and science. But most importantly, I think we share the same interest with many parties in government to see Malaysia become a developed country, one in which we not only tolerate diversity, but celebrate diversity. A developed country in which we share the economic pie equitably. We ensure the issues of underemployment is dealt with well. We ensure that we have a quality public education system, not a system in which parents are forced to send their children to private or international schools, or ones in which, in the end, they migrate out of Malaysia due to endemic brain drain. These are all issues which I feel very passionate about. And Muda must focus on policy in order for us to move Malaysia from a developing country status to a developed country status. And this will be the focus of Muda for the next five years. And moving forward in that vein, actually, what are Muda's plans in working together with the government for the upcoming state elections? I mean, this is where it is very important for us to have a collective decision-making process because many things which were discussed in a meeting a few nights ago were only communicated via media. For example, we were informed that there's a committee on seat allocations and negotiations. And we have written letters on this. In my meetings with the Prime Minister, I've also shared this concern because friends in Amno are saying, hey, are you already on board the negotiation? Because they have already started the negotiation process. Because the last thing we want is for things to be pushed to the end. And in the end, the unfortunate and tragic events happen. We want to ensure that this government remains formidable and united because we need a united and formidable government uh, as we transition out of this pandemic. So with that, we want to ensure that any disagreements can be handled well, amicably. And as I've shared before, we have already sent not one, not two, but three letters 
meetings agreed, dates being set at the very last minute, being postponed and postponed indefinitely um, to the point that this issue has been made public. It's not been one week, two weeks, months. And these are issues which I hope can be dealt, uh, uh, can be dealt well and amicably in the spirit of a united uh, coalition. Sadiq, thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you very much. That was Said Sadiq, President of Muda, uh, giving us their side, weighing in on the fact that uh, Muda wasn't included in the first Secretariat meeting for the Unity Government. We'd like to hear from you. Would you like to see Muda take on a more active role in the government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we do have a number of messages coming in. I think we have time for a few, starting with this one from Adnan. Adnan says, youth participation must be encouraged and not ignored. And and I think that's actually partly um, a vein that is coming up in a lot of the messages as well, and something that Sadiq talked about, that um, youth participation, yes, and participation not just in the form of a youth wing and being confined to youth um, voice, but rather as a legitimate partner in the, govern- in the gov- governing. Yeah, and in policy making, right, yes. which is I think a central theme of our conversation there. Keep those thoughts coming. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. In the meantime, some music. Here is the Foo Fighters with Big Me, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.